0: These are the kinds of questions we'll talk about in this show. Your hosts, Leslie and Tracy, will share their experiences, but also want to learn from your insights, your
1: questions, and your suggestions. So, don't just listen in. Call us with your comments.
2: And welcome to Say Yes to Spirit, encouraging you on your spiritual path. I hope you are ready to say yes. Just say yes and let spirit work through you, live through you, breathe through you, love through you, laugh through you. Cuz if you can do that, then your life and my life and everybody else's life will be a good thing. So um welcome our theme today. Every week we have a theme and our theme today is living in the present moment being alive right here and right now and um we will have some fun with that by uh, mainly taking today's show in the present moment one moment at a time and just seeing what happens but if you've listened to say yes to spirit in the past you know that we generally make a connection or explore the possibility that there might be a connection between our most recent show and today, or between the themes um, between the most recent show and today. Obviously, there's always a connection that you've got the hosts, Leslie and Tracy, between each show. But the themes from week to week, um, we like to see if there's a common thread or a thread that weaves this all together. And so last show, our theme was forgiveness, and that was a very cool show. If you haven't listened to it, you might want to go into the archives and uh, or go to the main show page and scroll down to those segments that are available on demand, and it will be near the top of that list, forgiveness. And we talked a lot about, of course, how forgiveness is, really a gift you give yourself so that you can be in the present moment, so that you can live today. So for me, that's, that's one of the um, real, real strong links between last week's theme and this week's theme. You know, if if I'm living in the present moment, if I'm living in what's happening right now, then of course I can forgive you for what you did a year ago. You know i that's not a part of my present current right now experience, and so the way to release that would be of course, to um forgive you for whatever I perceive you did, whatever you did or whatever you said that upset me or that I didn't like or that hurt my feelings, et cetera and so I think that's probably the the not the only connection but it's definitely the connection that is strongest for me as I think about what does forgiveness have to do with being in the present moment or what does living in the present moment have to do with forgiveness. So um, so we'll take a, a one-minute break and then come back and start really talking about what, does it mean to live in the present moment? What does that look like? What does it have to do with saying yes to spirit? And um, how can we do more of that if that's what we desire? So hang in there. Go get a cup of coffee or a glass of juice and uh, come back in a minute for more Say Yes to Spirit. Welcome back to Say Yes to Spirit, encouraging you on your spiritual path. This is Tracy, and um, I want to just welcome you again into this present moment, which is our theme today, living in the present moment, living in the right now, dealing with whatever is happening right now. And earlier this week on Facebook, I had posted this particular Facebook post, not even knowing this was going to be our theme this week. I said, why pretend what's happening isn't really happening? Why deny what you are feeling when you are feeling it? Instead of saying you're not angry when you are, or instead of saying you're okay when you're not, try accepting what's true for you. Then change what you can and choose how you will respond to the rest. Truth plus action equals inner peace. And even without knowing that this weekend we were going to focus on living in the present moment, it's like that was exactly what that was about. Like live with what's going on right now, accept what's going on right now, do what you can about what's going on right now, and then, you know, be fully present. So um, got some very interesting responses and replies, um, some on the Facebook page, and a couple of people sent me emails about, yeah, you know, that makes so much sense and that's such a good thing to do, but it's not always easy to stay right here
0: and right now. Before, right here, right now, and, you know, in the forward of tomorrow, our minds go into fear or regret, right, is what I do, I guess, and I'm I'm thinking about right here, right now, there's really not much drama, and there must be something about me that sort of needs that drama because I go into the future of fear or I look back to yesterday or this morning earlier and say, if only I'd done this or that, because really when you think about it, right here, right now, there's very little drama because there's the ability to actually take action right here, right now. Yeah, how
2: much drama can there be in like this moment? This second, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's not a lot of time for drama. And then we go to the next moment mm-hmm. and we're fully present mm-hmm. in it. And, you know, even though we say that, I, I don't want to diminish the reality that, the human reality, that things happen and that we do have... To accomplish certain goals, et cetera, and so it's it can feel we can make it feel like drama, mm-hmm. or we can choose to be okay, this is the reality of what I have to deal with, what are my choices, what are my options? Choose and keep moving
0: so you're you're making choices to accomplish a future let's say goal or intention. But you're staying focused in the in the moment of the choice now versus right. what can I do next week for that goal. And, yes,
2: and I think it works perfectly with what you said about, you know, fear about the future or regret or guilt about the past. And it's the same thing. If I'm living right here and choosing what I can do in the moment, I might say, I might choose to right now write for five minutes in my journal about a situation that happened six months ago, or, yeah, in the past, so that I can release it. But that's my choice, to be in the present moment right now. I'm feeling guilt. I'm feeling regret about that. I'm going to do something to forgive myself, mm. or I'm going to do something right now to release that guilt. Mm. So I'm going to journal about it, and I'll be done with it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I'm acting right now. I'm not replaying the situation in terms of replaying the situation as drama, as being unfair, as being – if I'm journaling about it, I'm journaling about it intentionally as my release, right. as my forgiveness for that person or for how I behave. Now, if I'm journaling because I'm trying to understand it and I'm digging through it, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> you know, but living that's in the present moment is what can I do right now? Mm-hmm. And not just what can I do, but what can I do from a place of love or from a place of God, from a place of spirit? What can I do <clears throat> right now? You know, and we've talked about this on the show before. You know, transmuting the what would Jesus do to what would God do, or what would love do, love or do. what would Spirit do? Um, you know, living in the moment now would be what would you know? What would Spirit do right now? What would love do? Have me to do
0: in this moment. Twelve this. steps have a saying that says, um, if you go into the future or back in the past, you go alone because God is only present in the here and now. That is so powerful. It's interesting when you think about it, really. And when I think about it, really, it's like, what is my payoff to go into that future fear or that past trauma and replay it? You know, there's some human addictive you know nastiness that I'm that I'm feeding because cause that is a choice. It's a choice to do that in my mind, and it's a mental masturbation. Can you say masturbation on the radio? It's a mental. Yes. <laughs> it's a mental kind of you know. It's a push pull that doesn't. There's no wind to it in terms of going into the future or back in the past in my mind. It's but staying in the here and now in the present moment. There really is. Nothing that can't be handled in the present moment, even tragedy, even real horrific tragedy can be dealt with in the here and now because you have, I have the ability to act in the here and now, for the here and now.
2: Exactly. So
0: even if some tragedy happens tomorrow, I can't take action for that.
2: Man,
0: you know, then. Now. Now, now for then. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, it is. I... Uh, was thinking about this a couple of weeks ago in terms of um, how things worked out in the here and now that I could never even begin to fantasize about. And In an example of a, of, a, of a financial anxiety that I've been having, I've been having it for a year and a half now, and suddenly it's come about. The end of my unemployment and the different things have kind of accumulated now. And so all this anxiety that I've been projecting into the future is now here. And there's been several things that have happened and and little miracles that have opened up. And I thought to myself, as one of the miracles, little things happened, you know, really there was no way for the universe or God or spirit to take care of this for me until I got here. Yes. And so it's kind of like, and then I was reading one of my daily devotional books and talked about God can't part the Red Sea till we get to the Red Sea. Yes. <laughs> so I'm looking in the future going, oh, my God, do you see the Red Sea? Do you see the rapids? Do you see how deep that water is? And I'm, you know, read still about 500 it. feet away.
2: I've read about how deep the Red Sea is, <laughs> right. and, and I've heard that it's a really dangerous sea. And, you know, I'm going to get there in about six months. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, wow, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Isn't that interesting? God can't part the Red Sea uh-huh. until you
0: get there. Uh-huh. And so, you know, I'm looking through with binoculars. You know, I'm that far back, away from the Red Sea, going, oh, my goodness, bad things are on the horizon. But, you know, of course, when I get to the Red Sea, things just, you know, come about. And, you know, I am cared for. So it's an interesting thing to think that uh, I can't live the present moment six months in advance.
2: Uh, No, you would not be able to do that. Although, I agree with you. So much of our time, that's exactly what we are doing. Mm-hmm. And and I, you know, I know that it's there's some balance that has to happen there because, yes, we, we have goals or we have projects or we have commitments mm-hmm. we've made. And, you know, to know that, oh, that is going to be, I need to have that done by September 1st, that's a fact. Right. That's just information,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and I think it's okay to say. And you know, here's a plan mm-hmm. of you know, if that's September first, and there's six weeks between now and September first. At the one week milestone, I need to have finished <coughs> these three things. And at the next one week milestone, at you know, every six every week, I have these six milestones that I'm going to be checking off. That's a plan. Right. That's not the same. And then I live in the present moment. But that's not the same as being, oh my God, I'll never be able to make that. That's impossible. Anything could happen between now and then. And you know, and and John and Mary aren't going to give me their stuff. And what what do I, what do I do if they don't give me their part of the project? And what? That's the worry, the anxiety, mm-hmm. the
0: projecting that serves no purpose. Mm-hmm. So why do we do it? Oh, wise one.
2: I'm going to write a book about that and it will become an international bestseller. That's it. Yeah, if I could answer the why we do it other than it. other than the human brain and the ego, you know, the ego thinks it's in charge and and thinks everything that has to be pre- has to be prepared for every possible negative thing that could happen and slow down your progress or make you not meet your goals.
0: So the ego, the humanistic, the human part of us, of me, the human part of me. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. There is. I used to always ask myself, "What's the payoff?" Because I know if I'm in that drama, that there's something. There is the some evil doer that I'm feeding, and I think it's curious to look at it in terms of a choice, in terms of, you know, I'm getting something out of it. People sometimes get very defensive when I ask that question because it's like, well, I'm not getting anything out of it. I'm suffering. I hate that. Like, <laughs> I, I don't feel
2: good. huh yeah.
0: yeah. So it's really interesting. It's a kind of a flip on my brain to think, okay, why am I choosing this state of unrest when I could be in a state of rest and peace? And, you know, what, what am I getting out of it? And... um really going forward into the future or back in the past, there's something about that drama or that anxiety that my old human experience wants, you know, is used to, I guess. I would
2: say A familiarity. it's conditioned yes. to? if nothing else, it's at least conditioned that that's the way life mm-hmm. is. That's what life is all about. You have stuff to worry about, and bad things happen. I and mean, you need to be prepared, mhm. I think there's a little bit for a lot for for many of us too. There's that piece of we we mm-hmm. may call it being responsible mm-hmm. um, but when being responsible turns into I think I have to do everything and or I need to be in full control of everything that mm-hmm. happens, then that's more than just being responsible for your own actions and your own outcomes, you know, when I think I have to control every detail and everything I do and everything everybody else does, that that moving across the line from responsibility to control, I think that gets us into trouble as well and keeps us from living in the present moment. Yes. And it just seems that that whole piece of if I have to know what I'm doing, what you're doing, you know, with all, how can I live in the present moment? How can I be? And, and, and in fact, whatever you do, be able to respond in the present moment to that, because I'm really trying to make sure I'm telling you or controlling what you do. So, I don't know. It's it's um, on the one hand, it's very complicated mm-hmm. and and um, involved and multi layered. And on the other hand,
0: it seems like, well, it's really simple. Just stay present now. <laughs> yeah, just common sense. And that word control, I like that you use that because I think that is the opposite of doing what I can do now and letting the goal, the result, take care of itself versus trying to control that outcome. And that's a big Al-Anon kind of thing to you know, take action in today and release the outcome, detach from the outcome. And if I'm really okay with whatever happens, if I really trust, and we talked about that a couple of weeks ago in terms of either I believe this stuff or I don't believe this stuff, it comes down to that. And uh, it's like if I believe this stuff, then whatever happens is the right thing to happen at that moment. And I am sitting here in such Laughing, re- No,
2: I'm sitting here <laughs> in such resistance. Oh, such resistance because I have this work project Ah. that that hasn't been going very well, and we're in a crunch time where, you know, we need it to go very well, need (laughs) it to go very well. Bad things could happen. And when you said, you know, and whatever the outcome is, you know, it's, it is what it's supposed to be. And intellectually, I totally know that and believe it and agree with it. But my immediate inner reaction mm. was, "Oh no, we can't, <laughs> we can't lose that client. This
0: can't happen. Can't lose
2: it? that client. No, that cannot be like a good outcome. Right? Um, or no, we we have to make these changes so the client is happy and pleased with the project and with us." so that we continue to get to work on it and work on the other stuff, as you know, get future mm-hmm. jobs.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
2: yes, in the big picture, I know that if we were to lose the client, if that, I mean, to me, that's like worst-case scenario. Right. But if that were to happen, that, that would just mean, that could mean a lot of good things, you know. But right now, I just can't see it. <laughs> it's like the
0: human being, like... Anything with that, right? Right. Yeah, everything is all good, but not that.
2: Mhm. Mhm. So that's funny how even when we
0: know this and we're mm-hmm. really
2: grounded in it mm-hmm. we you know that I can have this experience where it's like so opposite. And 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 this week at least three times actually I did have to pull myself back. I was at one point really anxious or really worried And I noticed it because sometimes you're just in it and you don't Mm -hmm. even notice it. Mm -hmm. But I noticed it and um, I was having a meeting with someone else, someone who's a practitioner, a licensed practitioner, on on a different topic. But because I had noticed it while I was on my way to the meeting, I was like, okay, we just have to take 15 minutes because I'm feeling this anxiety and I don't want to be feeling this anxiety, I really want to know that it's going to all work out just fine, but you know, whatever that means in spirit, not just fine the way I envision fine. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, have her do a little prayer about it. And I felt so much better, but two days later I had to go through the same process again. Yeah. Isn't
0: that fascinating? Yeah.
2: Which was, which in
0: that sense,
2: living in the present moment. Of noticing what I'm feeling mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. taking action on it now, so it's like it's an example of both what not to do and what to do
0: and I wonder if if at some point if we live in the present moment and live in the present moment live in the- if we ever sort of become free of the baggage so that we don't get the so that I wouldn't get tripped up by the same thing if i'm living totally i can't even remember a time that i strung enough present moments together to really test that idea but there's got to be a tipping point where if i'm continuously living in the in the present moment that i'll get to a point where you know that anxiety about the past doesn't doesn't just become such a knee-jerk reaction or the fear for the future isn't the first reaction that there would become kind of a, a peaceful you know that I would become more peaceful and less anxious whereas now I'm more anxious and less peaceful although I have moments of peacefulness you know that I haven't tipped over you're
2: more peaceful now than you were more peaceful and less, less anxious now than you were in the past
0: progress not perfection correct yes yes yes
2: and a year from now or 3 years from now you'll be more peaceful <laughs> And less anxious I'd like, and I'd like now. a lot more
0: peace now, 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 right now. What is that? Now, now. <laughs> so, I mean, I think it's an
2: always growing thing, and and what made me kind of laugh, uh, smile, and almost laugh was the reality that, but every day we have more past behind us to look back on
0: and to oh. reflect
2: upon, because every day right. we're getting older, right? And every right. day our experience of life is bigger, longer, and there's more in it. Mm -hmm. And so it's not as if when we heal whatever has happened in our past that then there's nothing else. Because tomorrow there will be whatever happened today will be in our past. (laughs) It's
0: a new past. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
2: and so it's always expanding. So even if you have healed, you know, I think about some things that happened when I was growing up. And then, in my twenties, you know, really did a lot of work and healed a lot of the pain and confusion and you know hurt that had resulted from all of that mm-hmm. and so yeah it's, it's, sometimes it feels like, look, I've done all this work i'm healed, I've healed my past i'm I have forgiven mm-hmm. those people, and I have forgiven myself, and why am I feeling anxious? Well, you know, that was in my twenties, there's been another thirty years of past. <laughs> To add on. And I don't find myself, I rarely find myself going back to those things. Oh, that's good. From 30 years original ago.
0: Core kind of things,
2: yeah. Right. I mean, now sometimes they'll come up in a new way, mm-hmm. revealing a deeper level. So that that's new. I didn't see that before. Mm-hmm. I can only see that now with what I've learned now. And that's okay. That doesn't feel like I'm hashing up, rehashing from right. the old work. But, you know, just think about it. If you, you know, did the work, did the forgiveness, healed the pain from a relationship that ended 10 years ago, you may not go back to that, but there's been other stuff that's happened in the 10 years, right. some of which may be some of the same triggers with a different person or whatever. But it's not like you didn't heal that. It's just that you have more past.
0: I liked it. I have more past than I've <laughs> ever had before. That's funny. So it's not my fault ultimately because I've had oh, more past. Geez. You know, you've try trying to come back. It's it's not my fault. It's, it's Not, not, not my, fault. my fault. Something else. Yes. And if we're saying yes to spirit, can we say yes to spirit in the future? No. The answer would be no. So it's interesting. If I'm really saying yes to spirit, I am in the present moment. So there's no way to get out of, if I'm really connected to spirit, I must be in that, in this present moment. That's just really kind of interesting for me to think back now in, in terms of the recent history of my life of how not in the present moment I have been. And I have thought I was in the present moment. But when I think about it, I was really looking for some sort of assurance of a future moment to be calm in this present moment. If I could re- reassure myself somehow six weeks from now it's all going to be okay, then that seemed like it would make me feel calmer here in this present moment. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? I felt like I could work out a plan so that okay everything's going to be okay for the next six weeks. Then, then I can be calm and you know be okay for today. So and you in thought, reality oh. you just have to choose to be calm right now. Yeah, and to so understand everything is really taken care of today, you know? Really haven't gotten any day that hasn't been taken care of. But boy, I'm thinking mid September things are gonna be pretty rough. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure. I'm just not prepared for mid September. Let's let's, uh, let's just make it through mid July. Yeah, make it through July what, sixteenth? Sixteenth? Isn't that something? Today, yes, just make it through July 16th
2: from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. And then, you know, at 11 a.m. we'll figure out what to do for the next hour.
0: And interestingly enough, I think when real tragedy strikes,
2: uh-huh.
0: it does just pull bolt us to the present moment. We just can't, our brain doesn't go future or back because so much is going on right now in the adrenaline of the of the real tragedy, God forbid, keeps us kind of like hyper-focused on this moment. And in a strange way, in the few times that I can recall having that kind of experience, there was almost a parallel peace and calmness that came with that real tragedy because I was really present to it. And there was nothing... I was so present in taking action that I could take. I wasn't... My mind was not busy... fearing my mind was not busy being anxious because I was present and doing. And so in a strange way, in the real drama, you know, it does... We do become sort of peaceful in that experience because we are present. We're forced to be, I think, in that real horrific moments that might come along.
2: Yes. And so... I'm just thinking out loud in the present moment. Yeah, there you go. Good girl. How can I have that kind of laser focus? Right. Laser focus faith and trust. Right. That what I am doing and saying and who I am being right now is... Yeah, well, it's saying yes to spirit and is what I should do right now. And based on the results or what happens based on what I'm doing or who I am being right now, I can make another choice an hour from now, a day from now, a month from now, a year from now. Mm
1: -hmm. But really
2: I just have to choose what I'm going to do or who I'm going to be right
0: now. Yeah, it is interesting. I wonder how to get there without having some tra- <laughs> horrific trauma. Right. I love that you
2: use that example. I mean, it's like, okay, I've been there, and so I know what that feels like. Right. And and often it doesn't, in the moment, you don't feel the fear mm-hmm. or the, you know, you're in shock. Right. And you might Become feel like wait I'm confused how this could happen except that you have to act act right now and or you have to say what can I do right now and sometimes the answer is I the only thing I can do is simply be here
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know I can only be here with this person mm-hmm. I can only I can focus on making sure everyone around me is safe, Mm -hmm. which is a doing thing, but it's coming from love and compassion. It's like, oh, so I can
0: choose love, compassion, and that. And I wonder if the here and now, if if we're saying in the here and now there is no fear, in the here and now there is no anxiety, so what would be in here, it would love and compassion and joy and trust
2: and peace yeah, Yeah, let's just run things. down the qualities of God or the qualities of spirit. So and there's wisdom right here and now. There's love. There's joy. Ah. There's beauty right here, right now. There, if You know, there's there's not all the junk in my office. I mean, physically it's here, but... It's a beautiful representation of abundance Mm -hmm. and of um, and of brain and of work. I mean, you know, it's. I could look at it instead of being messy. I could look at it as being, this is a beautiful manifestation
1: Mm
2: -hmm. of spiritual energy in in the form of, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So there's beauty, there's joy, there's love, there's abundance, there's prosperity. In this moment right now, there is compassion, there's wisdom. That's what I see, that's who I will be. That's who I will be, and that's what I choose to see in others. Uh Because I think that's what trips us up a
0: lot. What we see... In others, say more about that. I think that often
2: what keeps us from being in the present moment and saying yes to spirit is someone else in our presence or not, but someone else does or says something. We have a judgment about it. Mm. We either have a judgment about what we think they're saying about us Mm. and we react to it, or we have a judgment about how they are living their life, and we don't like it, and so then we are trying to fix them mm. or exclude them, and all our actions then become about punishing them or correcting ah. them instead of standing firmly in, in a say-yes-to-spirit place, which is maybe I wouldn't do it that way, but this person is a unique representation of God showing up in the world. And, you know, what do what can I choose right now? I can choose to interact with this person. I can choose to move away from this person. I can choose to accept this person. But I don't have to get all wrapped up in this person's story or life.
0: I wonder if I'm staying in the here and now, how does judgment work? Would I be judgment? can I be judgmental in the here and now? My initial reaction is yes, Mm-hmm. that I can be judgmental. That's not a quality of God, so how would that work? Well, if I'm in the here and now and you do something that I just think is awful, how would that work?
2: I say, I, have I think that what Tracy it. just did is awful. What's that about? Versus continuing on and on with all of what's wrong with Tracy,
0: or calling Sally Sue and saying, "You know what Tracy just did?" Right, right. I wonder if in the here and now, if I thought you did something awful, if I would say, "Tracy, yeah, I thought you did something awful." If if I was really fully practicing, or if if I would then go into some sort of, "Well, I can't tell Tracy if I think what she did is awful, because then she'll hate me," or she, you know. well, that well, would be, not
2: be. That would be being in the present, but it wouldn't be saying yes to spirit. So mm-hmm. I mean, I, like I think that first question is: so w- what is it that makes me think that? And it, so I'm in the in the present right now, and then deciding what to do about it, I do it from a place of saying yes to spirit. So I may have to give Tracy mm-hmm. that feedback because we're going to be continuing to work together, and we and and we need to iron that out because it's going to affect our ability to work together, you know, month after month. And then I'm doing that and sharing that with Tracy from a spiritually grounded place. You know, I can set my intent. Wow, you know, when you did X, Y, and Z, this is the impact it had on me, and I'm afraid that it would um, affect our being able to work together. So can we talk about it? I mean, it's not that you ignore it. Mm-hmm. But if it's something that Tracy has done and it's like, you know, I just don't like that and I'm never going to see this person again after today. So let me just accept that that's, I mean, it didn't hurt me personally. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't do it that way.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Hmm, you know what? There's about, there's, a, you know, 7 billion people in the world. There may be 7 billion different ways to to do that. And it really doesn't change what I'm going to do. I'm going to
0: love that, release that, and move away. So it's kind of two-tiered in terms of living in the present and then making an active attempt to say yes to spirit as I live in that present. Because that present moment may hold judgment. Yeah, because we are human. We are we, no, are, on it, that's we are spiritual
2: beings up. having a human experience, ah. so we're going to feel every emotion. We're going to go through, we're going to have judgments, and, but then we get to choose what to do about that or how to react to that. It's like the Facebook post that I used at the top of the show from right. a few days ago. It's like, okay, don't pretend you're not where you're not. Where You're not where you are. You know, if you're angry, you're angry. And so, But the work is, okay,
0: why am I angry about this and what am I going to do about it? See, I guess I was thinking, I was wanting to live under the idea that if I'm fully present in the here and now, living in the God consciousness, 100%, that I guess I wouldn't succumb to these kind of, I would totally, You're the deep. judgment wouldn't happen because I would be in the presence of expressing 100% spirit. That I wouldn't, I would see clearly well, my see who you are and not feel threatened by that, which is usually what judgment is, or not feel defensive by that. So what now? Because I'm, because well, my myself.
2: My facetious answer. <laughs> is, if you were living 100. Yes. percent Yes. In that realm, you would uh-huh. be dead. Ah. Oh. In terms of, you would not. Oh. You would not be dead in spirit, but you would not no longer be expressing. In human form.
1: Oh.
2: However, you know, even as I say that, mm-hmm. I, I say it a little facetiously because I think that it is possible to mm-hmm. a large amount of the time, mm-hmm. yes. you know, be from that That's what place. I'm
0: looking for, that mystical, magical state. But I don't... You'll be breathing. You know, I don't know that
2: I believe as long as we are in human form, that it can be 100%. Now, I I do believe that that's the work to be in that state as much as Mm -hmm. possible. That's the joy and that's the choice. But I have to choose it when I'm in my human form. So when someone does something and I have that reaction, that human reaction, you know, to be able to choose. Wow. Okay. I what I know is spiritually true, is this person is made in the spiritual likeness and image of God and it's perfect just the way they are. If I really believe that then how would I respond to
0: them? And then I choose. So having that choice is a sign of being spiritually mature. Would that be a good in terms of what I don't making know, what I have not choice. We all have the choice, but making the or choice. Or knowing that I have the choice. That'd be a step, wouldn't it?
2: Yes. And First then you know, and then you make, make, you make the choice of spiritual maturity.
0: And then as I continue to make them, is the theory that would be that they would become more natural. They would be unconsciously made. Unconsciously conscious thing. Consciously conscious. Yeah, because it is a journey, isn't it? And like you say, it's a journey that happens over and over and over and fricking over again. <laughs> I just really, I'm frustrated with the freaking over again. Oh, I'm just really ready. A
1: little I've been too.
0: way healthy, and it's interesting how I can get way tripped up. I'm smarter than this. I'm I'm smarter than how I'm living. <laughs> I know more than I'm exercising. You know, I'm much more evolved than I'm appearing in your evidencing. (laughs) Exactly right, exactly
2: right. So, um, (sighs) you know, I just hear a certain person who you love, admire, and almost worship, idolize. (laughs) Um, Talk about Reverend Petra or Reverend Beatrice. No names need to be used, but I am hearing a voice that you would normally love to hear say, uh, well, we believe in the law of cause and effect, Mm. the spiritual law principle of cause and effect. And the effect that you see in your daily life is a representation of universal law playing out
0: the poisonous
2: seed that I planted last month—the <laughs> actual combination of your
0: conscious and unconscious yes, beliefs—yes, yes, yes. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! I know. I you do. Know, I always think I'm back to learning to know the time that I used to not believe all that, and I used to just think it was random tragedies that just kept kept striking. coming up. That's kept right. Striking that I wasn't responsible.
2: Yeah, I um. I think it is sometimes really frustrating to be reminded that uh, my thoughts show up in my experience. Oh, yeah. You know, that my thoughts are the things that are driving my experience, not necessarily one-on-one. I mean, you know, I didn't...
0: Thank God, think car wrecking the wreck car. She really has to kind of build up over time, the thoughts, Yeah,
2: Right, or, you know, I'm thinking or saying I want to, um, well, this isn't me, but. I, I, <laughs> Look at Tracy, but, I want to just say funny. Well, right, well. She's a friend. Well, actually it is, because <laughs> I can't think of a good example someone. of my own right now, <laughs> and I'm sure there are dozens of them for whatever reason I have a block. And you know this is live radio, <laughs> and so it's like you started, Tracy. You need an example. I can't think of one of my own. Um, but um, but yeah, a, a close friend had kept saying kept saying that they wanted to um, they wanted to have a clear answer about their next move. In life, relationship, work, etc. They wanted clear direction, and you know, within about three months, so a matter of weeks. Three months is only like the twelve, thirteen weeks, right? Right, not long in human terms, spirit terms. Lost a job, relationship they're in ended. The other person ended the relationship, well, the other person, well, ended the relationship and ended it in a very weird, you know, way and pretty abruptly. It was like almost a night and day. This person was very different. And so, within from the three month mark to the six month mark, all these things happened. Well, the person got a very clear answer. That was what the request was. That was what the, all, a lot of the thoughts were. The meditation, a lot of it was, you know, it's time for me to have clear direction, you know, about what I should do next, what direction I should go, how all of this is going to fit together. But in stating that or requesting it, it was like it's going to come to me and then I'll make the choices, I'll make the decisions, and I'll, you know, re-organize my life. But the way it showed up was it felt, it could have felt like, wait, I'm a victim here, and why are all these amaz- these tragedies happening? Right. The job goes away, the person goes away, the, you know, the relationship goes away. And so it felt like, it, it could feel like, wait, now I'm even in more turmoil. I have no idea what I'm supposed to do.
0: But your friend was wise. Is that the end of the story? Was she wise or he wise?
2: My friend was devastated. Ah. Because it didn't seem like the answer to the request. <laughs> right, 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 You know what I mean? It didn't oh seem my God, like yeah. I'm getting clear direction. So right. it was. I mean, you know, then, then six months afterwards you look back and go, oh, that was clear direction. That was not the job for me. That was not the relationship for me. Um, but I still don't have, you know, clear direction about what. To do. Mm -hmm. I just know that this is not my path. Uh The path I was walking now, though, it's like somebody built a wall, you know, closed the gate, put wood
0: barriers
2: (laughs) over the gate. You're not walking that way. Uh So look around and see what you should do. Uh And yeah, six months later, it was like, oh, well, I've always had an interest in this, but you're right. I wasn't going to pursue that because the person I was in a relationship with, Uh
1: you know, that
2: kind of. Probably, well, not even probably. I didn't do more with it because, you know, they didn't, that didn't work. You know, they weren't adamant against it, but it didn't work. Or, you know, and the job, uh, yeah, the job was okay, but, you know, I'm doing the job from obligation more than passion or, or what I think I should be doing based on my background. But if I could make any job, have any job, create work in any way I wanted, I would be doing this other stuff, which is like completely in the opposite direction. So, hmm, I'm not working now anyway. Let me play with this and see if I can make something out of it. Do you know what I mean? And I think, you know, I think that, I think that person would say there wasn't enough time, there wasn't enough energy for the creative flow to come through. And if... The direction had come in some subtle way of go over here in this other direction that's a complete opposite. It would have been like, Huh, that makes no sense, so in some ways, yeah, I think we we just if we're living in the present moment and we are grounded in spirit, then It becomes more and more our natural way Uh to say, oh, this is scary, or this feels terrible, or this isn't, I don't understand this at all, and I know that God doesn't make mistakes. Right. And so this has to be a step on the path
0: to my highest good. good. This present moment, whatever this present moment is, even if it's no job and no spouse, that just can't be right. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's
2: what a humanist says. <laughs> no, that can't be right. What, what drugs job are you taking? A
0: spouse, big house in the backyard, a little healthy dog in the backyard, a sweet cat on the couch. <laughs>
1: Anything
0: that, short of that, that, that is just not...
2: Good enough. So uh, Susan Taylor, who um, I guess is editor and emeritus of Essence Magazine, she no longer works there, but she was an editor for a long, long, long time. Um, in one of her books, uh, this quote came from one of her books, love in action is the answer to every problem in our lives and in this world. Love in action is the force that helped us make it to this place, and it's the truth that will set us free. Love in action, Hmm. living in the moment, saying yes to spirit. For me, when I combine those two, living in the moment and saying yes to spirit, it's love in action.
0: Oh, I like that.
2: That my life is love in action, no matter what else is going on.
0: Oh, and thank God because that's like a bumper sticker moment and we hadn't had a bumper sticker moment. Now I'm looking for those in every show to have a bumper sticker moment. Love in action. I like that. And ultimately, we can't really love anyone two weeks from now or love anyone in the past. We can only really be present and love in the here and the now. So that would be kind of a nice way to realign if I'm going into the future or the past to try to connect in love to someone right here, right now. And spiritual practices in my mind, in terms of trying to stay present, is that a is that a, is that a classic meditation moment? You know, trying to train our mind, my mind, to not be in the past or the future or making the thing to do list. So meditation would be a spiritual practice too.
2: It would be. That would be a very the here and now. And I love the aspect of of yes, doing meditation, being in the here and now. But as you said, regular, frequent, or regular meditation, training ourselves yes. to be able and 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 I hadn't really thought about it, but it's true. Uh, many times, all I have to do now to get back to the present moment is to take a deep breath or to take three deep breaths. Because my body, my, the physiology, you know, the physical part of my body is is trained now. It, it, it thinks, oh, we're getting ready to go into meditation now. Uh-huh. You know, I go right here, right here, right here, right now. And so, a lot of times, if I'm driving and it's stressful or it's um, I'm rushing to get to a meeting, and I realize it. You know, I can just say, okay, Tracy, just breathe. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, I'm right back here. Right. And it's all good. Right. So I I agree with you that the spiritual practice of meditation, when you do it over time, day after day after day after day, it is training you Uh
0: huh. to
2: be able to be in the
0: present moment. And I wonder if your example of journaling as a spiritual practice in terms of if I'm feeling anxious about something in the future or guilty of something in the past, if I'm journaling about it, is that anchoring me in the here and now with the emotion that is not here and now? Is that a way to have like an exorcism? What am I having all these kind of deep, deep, deep kind of examples today that are very kind of... I don't know what's going on Oof. with you. ew, well, I think journaling exercise that 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 emotion. that's not
2: exorcising
0: it, exor- not, exorcise not exor-cise it. it. Well,
2: and I think actually that's great because uh. I think when you journal that it's journaling is the line between exorcising it or exorcising it, and uh. it, you have to choose. Am I going to exercise the pain, the the frustration, the anger, whatever the emotion is? Am I going to exercise it just by like writing it and replaying the situation oh, over and over, over the victim Or am I going to exorcise it and capture it so I can choose to release it or capture what I can do today about the fact that that happened? Right. That would be exorcizing it right. removing it right, but just replay writing it down as a replay, like a play by play, and then the bastard did
0: this. Yes.
2: Then that's, that's like, not good. That's side yeah. And no, yeah. that would not be good. That would not be good. That would not be good. So journaling could go either way. It could go either way. what happened when you go. started journaling. I think another spiritual practice is what I described earlier, You know, getting someone else who knows the truth about you and oh. knows the truth about, or yes. to do a the prayer or a treatment, to really have someone else remind you of what you have forgotten.
0: And do you want to know how committed I have been the last several weeks in staying in my muck? Would you like to? Yeah. Oh, okay, I need like that reaffirming that You need to know, yes. Yes, see, I have weekly calls with my spiritual uh, mentor, Reverend Beatrice, and I've avoided her like the plague. She's called, she emailed, I'm like, no, 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 oh no, I must stay stuck. Bad things are happening. <laughs> I don't want to change that. It was so interesting. She sent me an email a few days ago. And said, I'm just really interested to learn when you're going to transform your moment. Not now. Delete, delete, delete. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Woman, what are you thinking? You have no idea how bad it is. <laughs> don't you see how deep the water is? So very cold. You so see how committed? See the are choices? very committed I am so to being committed in to, pain. Yes, yes, and it's painful. <laughs> I'm so doing it quite well. The law of cause and effect. <laughs> I'm doing it quite well, right. See, So that's right. So if we don't, don't do that spiritual practice of connecting with people that know the truth of us. See the hell that we can't experience. Yes. Yes, so that's a good spiritual practice.
1: You know, so that's a spiritual.
0: I, am, I So, you
2: know, it, we're on the radio, so I'm not going to do this, but I am going to do it.
0: <laughs> so when are you going to call me? I know. <laughs> Isn't that something? Yes. yes. You know, I think that's the hell that I live in, really, because I know all these things. That's the part that I wish I just could have a lobotomy and could forget all these things and live in sort of my addictive, victim, horrible, life sucks, when do I get to try again kind of attitude. (laughs) Because now that I know all this stuff, it just takes all the fun out of the the muck. I used to enjoy the muck. Muck used to have a certain amount of... You know, kind of My drama is better than
2: your drama. Smells tomorrow.
0: good, you know, I I enjoy the smell of it, the scent of it.
1: <laughs>
0: so yes, yeah, so spiritual practices, the choices. What would be one more that we could think about for staying in the here and now? Staying in the here and now, spiritual practice.
2: Well, that that living in the present moment, um, I think well, we talked about forgiveness last week as a concept, mm-hmm. but I think the practice of, you know, we what we've talked about in in the past, uh, you know, and it's one of the steps in the 12 steps, you know, who do you need to forgive, you know, you make, right. how do you make amends for that. I think when you, um, as a, from a, a spiritual place, when you choose, choose forgiveness, as a practice, as a choice that that is spiritually grounded and it releases you from whatever is onto you from the past so that you can live in the present moment. I gotcha. And so in that sense forgiveness is not a concept and not even an action. It really is a practice, practice. Oh, nice. of what do I need? And some, like Edwin Gaines does it in her book and a lot of other people do it as well and, you know, tell you, just like some people say, do your gratitude list. Yes. You know, some teachers will say, every day forgive one person.
0: Oh, that's a nice spiritual practice. Yeah,
2: every day forgive one person. And, you know, after a certain length of time, you know, after six months, you've forgiven everybody you think, you know, and then it's like, no, forgive one more person. Okay, the man who cut me off in traffic today. All right. You know, you start really making forgiveness a spiritual practice, and I think it does help you live in the present moment. Love it. So the homework is to, over the next week, look for opportunities when you, when you could live in the present moment and choose that or when you notice you are living in the present moment. And we'll talk about that at the top of the show next week. And... um Check the page to see what our topic will be next week. And uh, until we meet again,
0: say say yes yes to spirit. spirit.